welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. My name's Matt. I'm Luke. And I'm BJ. We did it. We, we pressed it up. We did. Up we against were, the glass. We were the only press there. <laughs> and it was amazing. Like, oh, the awesome cast was there. Shout out. That's true, but I didn't see the awesome cast anywhere but in that one room. That's Well, they probably, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so we just got back We were from, the only people with a camera. I'll put it that way. A, that, yeah, that videoing. Very true. Yeah. So we, we just got back from MTAC 2023, which is Middle Tennessee Anime Convention in Nashville. And it was uh, Easter weekend, so the uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Sheraton and what was the other hotel? The Embassy. Embassy in Nashville. And it was amazing. We, If you guys have been listening, we uh, had gotten our press passes um and i guess it wasn't a miracle i just i mean after seeing all the other press there it doesn't seem like a miracle no but we are really glad that we got accepted and we're honored with the privilege it was a great opportunity Mm -hmm. and we're definitely going to try to do it again next year for sure um and hopefully this opens up routes for us to cover other conventions yeah i Um, hope so that would be a lot of fun. Even if we're not covering it as press, at least covering it as attendees. Um, I don't, you know, that would, nothing's stopping us. So, yeah, we got a camera, a dope camera, um, and we we filmed the shit out of it. We got um, a private interview. We went to panels. We talked to attendees and uh, just videoed everything. Uh, we drank a lot, and it was... Uh, the, the first day we did, the second day, not even close. I think we were a lot more sober the second day. I got equally as drunk pretty much around the time you guys left. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, work's over. <laughs> time to party. And then I, I stumbled over to the rave, or the EDM dance party, as yeah. their insurance forces them to call it. Mm. And I walked up to the security lady that was patting everybody down, and I just held up my little press pad, and she was like, oh, your press, go right in. There you go. Thanks. (laughs) You skipped the line? Yeah, skipped the line, skipped the pat down. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we, it was, it was great. It was so much fun. Um, There was, there was a lot of different panelists, but the two, um, well, there was really two guests that we were really interested in. One of them being, what's Bo's last name? Billingsley. Billingsley, who plays uh, Jet Black and... Uh, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop and, and more importantly Barrett in Final Fantasy Advent Children to be specific Advent and Dirge but you know we don't talk about yeah, Dirge yeah that's true and then Kyle McCarley who is I can't say McCarthy I know I'm so or, glad you didn't have to t- I, say his name yeah because I was like he's still not going to get it if he has to say his name yeah. while we're recording this interview especially under pressure uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not good under pressure my boys <laughs> but he was 9S in Nier Automata game and anime. Mikazuki and Iron-Blooded Orphans, and formerly Mob Psycho, which we don't talk about that. Yeah, and neither does he. (laughs) Neither does he. Again, I'm assuming. 100% that's why he was vetting the questions. Because I guarantee you But we were there for the other two anyway, so... Like, I like Mob Psycho, but, like, I would rather... It was pretty high up on the anime list that whatever IGN did, and I... Really had no recollection recollection of what Mob Psycho was. It's One Punch Man, but psychic instead of punching. Oh, okay. it's One Punch Man, but the main character is like a 
middle school slash high school kid who can, whenever the percentage of his psychic abilities goes up, it becomes more destructive. And his mentor is this like, he's he's he claims he's a psychic, but he is not at all in the slightest. And he uses mob to actually help him find real psychic things, so he can seem legitimate. He's like the king of mob yeah. psycho. Oh wow! But but it's it, but if, if King was the mentor of Saitama instead of just being buddies, King is kind of becoming a mentor though. Oh, is he? Kinda. I mean, Kinda. every every time Saitama needs advice, he goes to King now. And then yeah, it's true. I again, that's why I really love second season is just the King arc. Yeah, it is. It is the best part. Even though like. Yeah, a lot's you know, animation's different and other stuff. The King arc is just so good and wholesome. I mean, the story of One Punch Man just continues to get good. Like, it, it stays consistent from yeah. what I've heard. Garo uh, is, I, we've been watching, last night we watched a bunch, well, not a bunch, maybe like four episodes, five episodes of. We watched an arc. We did watch an arc of My Hero, um, the revenge arc of Ida. Um, and so we got to see Stain yeah, and baby. Endeavor and Shoto and um, it was great. It was it was really it was really good. But oh, so wait, Stain so- reminds me of Garo because they call him the hero killer, and yeah. that's exactly what they. So you so you've officially gone past the the. Turn, uh, yeah, the, the tournament arc. Yeah, how was that? Like actually seeing that, seeing the fights. Well, I was so glad to be here with him for the Todoroki fight. Yeah, the Todoroki fight especially. Yeah, it's that shit awesome. is awesome. I mean, I had seen that last bit like on TikTok or something where uh, they're both like, you know, they're trying. The the wall gets put up and they just obliterate the stadium. And then I've seen the part where Bakugo is like chained up, being lifted up on the 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 platform as the number one guy. And I was like, what the heck? And I had no context for any of it, so it was it was a great arc. And being able to see, I actually I think what I most enjoyed about it was being able to see the other people, mm. the ones that aren't in class A. Yes, yeah. that was the most. You I, said you, I think you were saying the last time I was like, yeah, you'll love Shinzo. Yeah, and he does. Is the purple hair guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, love Shinzo. He's awesome. He's Sh- super cool. Shinzo comes back in a huge way later. Shinzo is like the saving grace of. My hero, in a way, he—he's kind of like the better version of Stain. Yeah, because he—he he can control them, but it's not just freeze. Because Stain, can, I don't know, can Stain? Stain can paralyze you. Only paralyze, paralyze, but it but can't control. Can't control. So, I mean, if Shinso wanted, he could just be like, "You're kill paralyzed yourself. now." Yeah, or you know, kill yourself, yeah. stab yourself. See, that's that's what makes Shinso really cool. Is because like. You know, but if he, he has if he the gets power angry, of the, like, of, of the mean, queen card in King's Cup, which is if you don't play King's Cup, if you get a queen, you're the question master, and if somebody anybody asks answers a question that you ask, you have to drink, and that's my favorite card to pip, to pull because yeah. people always fall for my schemes, especially like Millie or Kevin. Yeah, that's true. The gullible ones. Uh huh. But because uh, once Kevin starts drinking, and I like try to start a conversation, he like loves talking he's like my homie let's talk and i'm like gotcha bitch drink up but uh that means now matt has seen on screen but has no context for dobby and i'm i'm waiting for that to come to fruition but it's gonna be a long time Uh, yeah has that has the dobby yeah dobby stuff's been animated right like the whole uh the i think the his like begins okay has been animated because that's before the the vigilante arc, right? Yeah, but okay. we're about to get into the uh, the forest training arc, which, which ends is really good with the uh, that rescue mission 
So I'm very excited to see what Matt thinks about. I so I actually like a lot of my hero because it does a lot of the the the, the Naruto arcs. Well, when I hear but, forest, but like, I think train, of the Judaism, uh, Junian exam. Yes, <laughs> when I hear that, so I'm just well, like that, that's, it's like that, but way I'm more. I'm just sticks. expecting a Rochimaru to come out and give somebody a curse mark. Well, imagine Rochimaru, but like a lot of them. Oh, it's a bunch of Nobus. It's a bunch of the league gets rebuilt from here on. Oh, because because of, because of Stain's because of Stain. little video. Yep. I oh. I love that like my hero definitely takes like the best arcs in Shonen and goes, but we're gonna do it a little bit differently. Cause like most tournament arcs will end with the main protagonist winning. I and again, then I my love... hero goes, nah, Deku will. We'll forfeit. We'll pretty much forfeit this shit. He didn't if, even get third yeah, place. If it that means bums me out so big, I loved it. A big bummer. I fucking loved it. I mean, like, after the Grand Torino arc, he definitely would have gotten like maybe second. Yeah, but I loved it just because that to me showed like Deku is like, even though what he should have done is finish this fight as soon as possible, he was not going to let Todoroki like. It was like, wholesome. For it was, sure. Yeah, and like that's because the then it led Todoroki to go visit his mom, and that was heartfelt. Yeah, that was. That's again, Deku's just the bestest boy. A heartwarming moment. We gotta watch at least like maybe one or two more episodes because I really want you to see the movie. That's exactly what. Two Heroes is next. Is the first movie right? The first. The first movie is well. uh, Wait. Two Heroes and then Heroes Rising. Then that's the one that's on the island with Maria Shield. Yes. Okay. Then yeah, that's the first one. But I need him to see the episode that sets it up first. Yeah. We'll get there. Hopefully tonight we'll watch some IBO. Yes. At least get like two episodes in to see. Fucking love Iron Blood. I mean, it's so good. But I say this time and time again: the pacing is so good. Also, pacing in, uh, in Iron Blood and Orphans is really good as well. Yes, that's good. It's really good. They do so much in such little like They're... in such little time. Also, I mean, compared I... to like the first arc in Naruto when they go in and and to the fucking uh, the bridge village, the bridge with uh, Zabuza. Well, Zabuza. And... Even though Zabuza is a, an awesome villain. It was it was like thirteen episodes. To to yeah. be to be fair, <laughs> to and it Gundam, has nothing to do with the rest of Naruto. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'd love if Zabuza made like a return. To be fair, he to does. to to Gundam, is it cool? Uh, it's it's kind of cool, but it's is also it really fucking sad. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't well, it's got to be because I'm getting close to the maybe, end. but it's it's yeah, cool pretty, enough where I'm willing to count it well, as canon. See, that that's the thing with Naruto is there's filler, but the filler most of it I'm pretty sure was written by Kishimoto yeah. anyway, so it's like it it's kind of canon. So it it's and then half of it's it novel related canon, filler. So I'll just tell you, yeah, yeah. Um, a villain uses the revival jutsu on them. And Kakashi has to fight them, and Zabuzu like begs Kakashi to kill them again so they can go back to like heaven or whatever. It's really fucked up and sad. Dang, it was really good though. But to to answer your question of like how good the pacing is for Gundam is, they've always set themselves the precedent of it's twenty five episodes. Like we're not going past a certain amount. It's like twenty five per season. If you actually look at like their major, the well, major I mean, ones, I don't know. You could have one season just be like one stupid thing, but. The pacing is in in Gundam. At least newer Gundams are really good. But it's it's that thing of like I think I want I I haven't except was, was Wing Witch from Mercury is a little slow. Well, no, maybe it's not slow. Witch from Mercury. Need, I need you need, need more tragedy. <laughs> I need tragedy. I need I, like on a world scale. Well, that's again, what, that's the to, whole thing. To be fair, the two like to the the two Gundam series that I have seen like extensively, which is Double Zero, and I've seen season one, and then Iron Blood Orphan, which I've seen all of them. Those start. 
and immediately go. There's no slowing down, and it's immediate like, fuck you, here's all the politics, here's the war, here's the, de- the death, destruction, I, everything. I, they I don't say, slow down. I vastly prefer the way that uh, Wish for Mercury does it compared to Unicorn, because Unicorn is just like... I'm a little boy. I'm I ha- gonna, oh, dude, Unicorn I'm save you. I know because mostly, because, honestly, it's just because the protagonist in Unicorn sucks. Mikazuki is the most badass, even more than Hathaway. Like Hath, oh, I can't wait for and Hathaway is basically just the James Bond of the Gundam universe. That was such a good We're movie. Getting, I, I can't know, wait for the second. I don't know one. when the second one's Ooh. coming out either. Oh yeah, I mean it's coming out. It's in production, but it's one of those things that it's probably like one small team that did the first one. In like a studio that they're like, okay, you just keep working on this well, I was gonna say, <laughs> while everybody else does everything else. Well, Sunrise has like a lot of teams now. Is that they, who did, did it? Sunrise has Gundam. They also did uh, um, that golf anime, Birdie Wing, that was going on around the same time. Uh, we should Witcher do a Mercury. ranked. Well, I can't speak because I haven't seen like any sports animes. But There's only one good one and it's called Yuri on Ice. And you don't need <laughs> I to thought watch. you were going to talk about uh, volleyball. Everyone I, thinks uh, IQ is IQ. fun, but it's just it's volleyball. It's also, What's the soccer one? Uh, uh, Captain Subasa. Captain Subasa is one, but the new one is Blue Lock. Yes, Blue Lock. Captain Subasa sounds way more fun to watch, though. Uh, I haven't seen Captain Subasa, so I can't speak on it. But the trailers I've seen of Blue Lock, it's like, why is there a baseball one? Not probably because baseball is a boring game, but baseball's baseball huge is fucking it's massive. Huge. It's huge. That's why I was thinking like yeah. the crux of the plot in Yakuza Five revolves around yep. baseball. <laughs> yep. Well, who is who is it that? Shouldn't the, have Ichiro, whatever. Ichiro. He like blew up, being like one of he kind of paved a lot of ways for Japan and and USA baseball, yeah. blowing up here in the in the states. And there's a bunch of other people that like followed him in his steps. There's this one guy. Um, that I like, kind of, it was like a, a little video, I, I bling out on his name. Um, but he came to the U.S. and he was getting paid like pretty, really well in Japan, and he just wanted to play on the same team that Ichiro was, and took like a massive cut just to be on his team, and and then everyone just fell in love with him. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So Gundam's pacing is great. Yeah, it great. is really good. So is a. Uh, I don't know if you have you seen Code Geass. Yes. Okay, I think Code Geass great big robots. Code Geass is. I just weird. haven't seen it in a long time. It it's it's definitely way more fan servicey than Gundam gets, and I don't know why, but I think it's the director and the the screenwriters. It's like, a lot flashier. Well, yeah, well, because the robots aren't the main like point. They're just it's, weapons. Yes. The main point is like the powers Lelouch. that some, that some of the characters have, but like he's got, he's got the same power as uh, purple hair dude. Yep. Although his is a one-time use. Purple hair can do it again. Lelouch, oh, once per person. Lelouch yeah. is once per person. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, I think that's really cool. Because, like, that ma- it's like it brings... Because, like, Code Geass is like Death Note in Gundam yeah, That's mixed, exactly what I was going to say. Which is it, like, so now Lelouch Note, has yeah. to be like... the Like, he has to think of everything, like, ten steps ahead to make sure he doesn't fuck shit up. Yeah. And it's awesome. I fucking love Code Geass. It's sad as shit, though. I can't go back and watch it. But, uh... I, like... I don't know, like, that was my first, like, big robot thing. Because, like, I didn't watch Gundam growing up until... And then I watched Code Geass. I think my first interaction with big robots fighting, other than, like, Power Rangers... Or Transformers. Or... I didn't watch... Well, well like, did. other than uh, the first movie yeah. with, you know, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fax, um, was probably Gurren Logan. 
and I didn't get far into Gurren Logan. I was like, I don't really like this. Even though now I really appreciate the animation. Um, but back then I was like, I just, the story, I needed a better story. Especially after getting into like Attack on Titan and uh, Full Metal. Mine was Zegapain. And it's basically just the Matrix, but with Gundams. Mm. Yeah. This is like right up Matt's alley. I think he would really like it. I do have a question for you guys. This has been going around lately because I, I, I saw a, a podcast clip where they were talking about it. But the the hot take that this guy had was that Attack on Titan is one of the best mecha anime that exists. No. And when people were like, no, it's not a mecha, he goes, well, would you consider Evangelion a mecha? Yeah. Even though There's they're mechas. E- even though they're fleshy beings. But they're, they're piloting. They're mechas, though. <laughs> But, yeah, but they're machines. But they're you're, pi- machine they're that... piloting a Titan in the no. same way you pilot a Gundam. How? Nobody pilots a Titan by they are climbing titan. into its brain. They're, well, no, they're in the Titan. The Titans are they, no, they are a titan. It, but they are titan. titan. They are Titans. They just, literally have the ability just to grow bigger. No, they don't grow bigger. They it's fucking. They are in there. Uh, yeah, yes, okay. they're in there. Like if if you I were know, to tear but, a but Titan the apart, aspect is is that they grow bigger. They don't have to hop in. The thing, it, it, they also grow limbs back. You don't have to put coating into a Titan. You do for a <laughs> fucking Eva. Yeah. It's true. They can get Fuck hacked. Fuck whoever said that. Yeah. I. It was, uh, uh, do you know Hassan Piker? No. Okay. He was and on, now I don't need you. <laughs> he, he was on the Trash Taste podcast. That's where I got it from. And I love, Dude, I actually, I love seeing the comments of all that where it was like, the arguments, because and that's why he brought it up. He's like, because it it made people mad in his his Twitch chat, and so he goes, "I want to bring it up on this anime podcast." I'm gonna be I, on. I low key. Sorry if this we get really big, you know, but and people go into the, the annals of our episodes. I don't like Hassan Piker. I mean, a lot. I think he's pretentious. I and uh, I mean, I I don't really have an opinion of him. I just yeah. I've seen some of his clips. Some of them I'm like, oh, right, cool. Some I don't seem cool. But if yeah. it's not super mega, then I don't know who it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's the other guy that is has the beard and the long hair? He has a deep voice. Charlie? No. Moist Critical? Yes. Well, Charlie. Well, that's yeah. his name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moist Critical. I like him. Yeah. Well, because Charlie doesn't, like, take many things seriously. Like, his whole thing is meant to be, like, like he has all this really, like, just weird innuendos and, like, like humor that's, like... I'm saying even when I've seen him talk about, like, serious stuff, I, I, I like his, his point of view on yeah. things. But yeah. Anyways, let's 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 jump into what happened. Let's start from the beginning. So, so my mom and dad met. <laughs> oh, not that far. And yeah. then they adopted you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, Thursday night, Luke came over, and BJ and I were, and Carmen were all, and my sister, and your sister. We were all working on my keycaps, getting those ready late into the night. And uh, so then Luke comes over, and we the next morning we, we get showered, get smelling good, and get looking good, and we, we pack up and head over. Um, we, we wanted to, like, do an – anytime we stood in front of the camera, all three of us, it felt really awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, because we're not used to it yet. Yes, exactly. So and also, I hit my fucking face, so I couldn't look at the lens for too long, or I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> I didn't know where to look half the time, so I'm like – I look at the camera, and I'm like – is that weird? So I kind of look off of it, or I'll turn to BJ, or turn. To, I'm like, the videos of us taking shots were good, and the vape tour 2023 was good. 
Yeah, everything else that we were in front of the camera for was weird as fuck. Our intro is awful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not including that, by the way. <laughs> no, 100% not. Maybe, like, one frame of it just to be like, hey, here's the beginning, and then put, like, a title card over that. But <laughs> none of that audio is It's it. so bad. I like the one of us going up the hill, though. Yeah, so there's this big-ass hill, because parking was pretty crazy at the Sheraton, which is where the main part of it was held. Um there there's this they pretty much turned every there's this one guy turning everybody away he was they rolled an office chair down the hill so that he could sit on the curb and tell people to turn around he just asked are you staying at the hotel and then they said if not uh you gotta park somewhere else (laughs) so we got our press passes and you know with with press like i i've i talked to some other people and i kind of looked up like what what that entails and they had a, a media suite for us, and so we go uh, well, in. Well, well they, they had they, a media well, suite. They, yes, in the email, there was a, a room number that was called the media suite. And so we get there. Um, we say hi to Taylor. We, we look around, and then we're like, let's go to the media suite, get our stuff set up, put our bags down so we don't have to carry them everywhere. And it's closed. So we go to this like other room right next door that has to do with like staff and volunteer volunteers and we're like hey um is where's where's the guy like the media suites closed uh and they're like okay we'll we'll contact this person so they call him and we're just waiting around um but while while we were waiting around uh the director of the con asked us what outlet are you guys with and we all just started nutting internally because we'd never been called an outlet before and matt just goes yeah we're side quest <laughs> It felt so good. I was like, this is my, in like anime fashion, I was talking to myself, self monologuing. This is my moment. It's like a Steve Jobs on stage. Yeah, like when. (laughs) Documentary thing. Like, you know, when Deku has to announce to the world that he is, you know, All Might's predecessor. That was, that was that moment. Like that, you know, I was like, oh yeah. We're the, yeah, we're the side quest. And I I nailed it. And he, it it made it even better because he was like, oh, okay. So he knew. Yeah, yeah. And there was like, because probably they didn't have to look through a list. They were like the only people. We had side quest and then awesome cast coming in for like an hour. Yeah, exactly. So we do that. And, and then finally the guy shows up and we're like, hey, can we like put our stuff in here? And he's like, uh, like not essentially not really, which I was like, okay. And he's like, well, I have to. You can keep in here for this long, but then I have to go. And I was like, oh, like, okay. Uh, I guess we'll just give it to Taylor. And for those who don't know, Taylor is a, a friend of BJ's and uh, Luke's that um, was a... Uh, She's an artist vendor yes, at a, a lot vendor. of conventions. Recycled can, if you ever see the sign. Mm-hmm. But she, she makes a lot of her living going around to cons and selling her wares. So she had a table set up, and she was a real homie for us and let us keep our bags behind her table because the con really fucked us on that. <laughs> and then uh, we went to our, our uh, pretty much right after that, we like went to a panel. The right to panel. The, the opening ceremony. Oh, opening ceremony, um, which was okay. Um, a lot of the people on stage were not aware that they were going to be talking right before they had to talk. Yeah. So Grant didn't know what he was going to say. Uh, Grant's another homie. He runs the gaming division of MTAC. We worked with him at GameStop, and he he did not look very pleased most of the weekend. <laughs> we were like, "Hey, let's like let's maybe get an interview." And he was like, 
Sure, okay, but then every time we saw him, it, he was you could just tell he was covered by like three people, and yeah. he was already doing something. Yeah, we're like we're just not gonna ask him again. Yeah. Uh, and but we hung out with him, but none of those would have been good moments to like go to a quiet place and and interview. Yeah. Um, even though there probably wasn't much to say, we covered we showed a lot of pretty much every aspect of the of the of the embassy gaming stuff yeah. like analog. Uh, the uh, the arcade room, the we arcade got a lot room of footage and in. the digital gaming. So mm-hmm. um, we have footage of that. It was it was pretty cool. I think if we were if I wasn't busy and we were just staying there, we, we or even not covering, I would have just spent a lot of time there. Um, I didn't realize this until Saturday evening that they were running D and D campaigns. Mm. Like they had rooms with DMs, and you just had to sign up with six people, and Damn. and they had like three each day. And I was like, that would have been so much fun just to... That would have been awesome. But we did, free... get, we did get a D&D experience we, because oh, of our, yes. our buddy Lee. Our homie Lee. Lee, if you ever hear this, or if anyone knows Lee, who is dressed up as a dungeon master at MTAC, you know, let's let's find him. I'm trying to... He was apparently... I mean, I saw him a lot when I, I searched... I've been looking at the hashtag MTAC on Instagram and TikTok, and... Um, he popped up a lot, so he's and he was saying he was pretty popular, and he didn't expect to be, even though he's like d- been DMing for like four months, um, and he came as pretty much a DM with a um, like a, a sh- over the shoulder like table that he crafted with like minis, including like bushes, and he made like four different characters, environments. Mm-hmm. So he had little player cards uh, with stats um, and everything, and it was pretty rudimentary of like not needing like basic rolling and and kind of not exact 5e rules but just enough like so that it'd be really simplified to make it short yeah make it short and easy and more pleasurable um so yeah we talked to him um we didn't get to play a little round until the second day but we talked to him and he showed us his board and we we interviewed him and yeah he was really cool um and yeah we we definitely clicked or he just was really nice and made me feel like we clicked (laughs) yeah who knows? Um, but then we had the the panel with Bo after the opening ceremony. Yep. Um, and uh, so Bo, Bo Billingsley, uh, we said Jet Black, and who's Barrett? Here? Barrett. So we get set up in there um, a little bit early, and uh, yeah, it was he. He was he's an older guy, and so he did the kind of traditional older guy thing of rambling at times i mean he he's not like 15 it was mostly minutes. just about his life, life outside of his career yeah <laughs> um which was fine and and fun well we got some we got some good stuff out of it we did that's for sure so apparently he uh went to law school and you know passed you know took the bar and passed and was like a a lawyer like, and uh, then he like was also uh yeah. in uh in the army or, or just in, in the in the armed forces. I don't know what division. Um, I'll have to double check the inter, uh, the the panel. I'm pretty sure is is the army. I think it was army. Yeah. And then um, they were like, if you give us an extra year of service, you don't have to go to like Vietnam, was it? Yeah, you don't. And then he was posted in Germany. Yeah, and that's where he he started doing uh, like theater. But he was kind of worked in the military courts, so kind of with like MPs, military police, um, and he had like. He said, well, yeah, there are two cases that were really crazy. Um, one of them being uh, indecent, like... Wrongful urination. Wrongful urination and sodomy with a dog. And <laughs> and he specifically said that it was a chihuahua. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then he said, I hope no one's recording that. And the guy that was mediating the panel was also the one that had locked us out of the media room. He looked directly <laughs> at our camera and shrugged. And yeah, and, and raised his eyebrows. And then <laughs> we were all like, oh my God. Um, so but, keep an eye out on TikTok. We're definitely posting that shit. Yeah, that's, oh my gosh, that was so good. Um, oh, we forgot during the opening ceremony, um, there's this guy who didn't want to get in our shot, which he was he really... Was just, he was just trying to be nice. <laughs> There was a guy that was being so courteous to people that he didn't know. He dove onto the floor in the middle of the and, aisle. And army crawled. Like 30 feet to get around our camera. Matt tilts the camera down and films him And follows crawling. him. And, he, and then he gets up and turns around and looks at me pointing the camera directly at him. And gives me like a death stare for... I mean, it felt like, like five minutes. It was it, definitely like it was like two, three seconds, and but it, it was three, like, four seconds of just one, two, yeah, like three seconds. That is the worst secondhand embarrassment I've ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> Matt, Matt was laughing his ass off immediately and wouldn't look the guy in the eye. So he, all he could do was look at me, who was very clearly also behind the camera, and I was just like, I just want to die. <laughs> it, it, I, I couldn't stop laughing for like. A minute. You, it was, <laughs> the thing is, it was it was the funniest thing because uh, by the time that it happened, they were talking on stage, so Matt couldn't laugh out loud. So he's like leaning against the wall, hand over his mouth, and just like you just hear a small gasp, which is like <laughs> and just like wouldn't stop. And he it went on that went on for like I want to say the whole presentation that they. Had oh my gosh, I could not. And then I think <laughs> about it again about him, the guy crawling, and then me go. Whoop. And look at and then him standing up and wanting to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I gotta God. know what he said to his friends or like whoever he came with a con with. It's like I don't think he said anything to his friends. I think he's still holding that inside. Yeah. And he's gonna find us. And, yeah, next con, if we die, you know who did it. That guy. Yeah. That's the only info we have, but that guy. <laughs> there was a guy that belly crawled once and he might kill us. <laughs> Oh, man. And that was only, like, in the first... That was, like, two hours into the <laughs> yeah, con. That, was, that, that set the, the, like, the tone that we're like, this is going to be a good, this is gonna be a good weekend. Yeah. So after that, we went outside, took a couple shots from the flask, which we got a lot of shots of. Lots, we, a lot we, of shots of shots. We're going to have a, sh- a shot counter throughout yes, this video. 100%. We did some chain vaping, if that's a terror. Yeah, smoke tour. And then uh, we got on the bus and headed to the other hotel to check that out for a while. And uh, that's where all the gaming stuff was. I can't remember. Was that when we ordered Panda, or was it later? Oh, it was later. Okay. We went back and forth a couple times because it, it was so dang easy. Yeah. I can't believe because I was listening to uh, last week's pod, or two weeks ago, uh, the um, IndieWire one, which was also a amazing podcast. It was it was the whole time. I was... I still need to listen to part two. It, uh, it went by so fast because it was such an easy listen and so entertaining. But... Yeah. Um, BJ had mentioned though that he he was really glad that it's at this old location because of the buses because what was the year that it wasn't that at there like um, I've been to three where it wasn't at these venues the first one was when it was still in the big convention center in Nashville and that one was fine you know parking sucks the next but it's all in one big thing yeah yeah. But in 2013, I think it was, it was at the Embassy Suites in Murfreesboro, but just one hotel. 
So nobody could get into anything, including the dealer rooms, because the fire marshal was there and, like, counting people. <laughs> so that one really sucked. And then um, last year was the year that it was in downtown Nashville in a hotel that has, you know, multiple stories of convention space. And the only method of transportation between the three levels is um, these escalators. So there's an escalator for three floors up. And uh, first day, immediately, the first floor escalator breaks. So it's people walking up and down. Their cosplays are getting caught on the teeth of this escalator. Uh, there's people on stilts. Like, I saw a lot of people on stilts this year. I hope that they're okay and still alive. Um... But yeah, it sucked. The escalators were constantly breaking. There was one day where it was like the second and first floor escalators both broken. So it was just fucked. I'm glad that we're back here. I mean, attendees really like this setup, but the con doesn't seem to, which I don't understand. It feels like good infrastructure. The buses are very convenient for everyone. And uh, yeah, it's, I think it's just the best space to have. So next year, there's um, it would be really fun. So there's two spaces that were like hidden away that I think would be really fun for interviews. One of them was the cosplay repair uh, suite, which we passed by when we were going to the media suite. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, that's awesome that they just have like sewing kits and other stuff and hot glue and everything to repair your cosplay. Um, that might be fun to interview people about their cosplay there. And that would be good. And then the other one was the photo shoot suite. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know. It might be harder to get into that because... Well, I mean, with with this kind of thing, the hotels are such, like, scenic locations. There's a lot of, like, bare brick. And, like, obviously at the embassy, there's all that greenery. So people will just take their photos, like, in the lawns of the hotel or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Just maybe if we would, be, like, spend some time having people who are wanting to get, like, professional photo shoots and just catch some... Get some some pics of that definitely Did, was that the also the first day uh was when the mario photo shoot happened yeah the, the uh the mario photo shoot was funny because we were the only ones there with a camera everyone else just had their phone out so when matt walks over with a tripod and our fancy new camera everyone immediately thinks these guys are with the con they're taking official pictures so after every picture that matt takes everyone looks to him and says was that a good one can we do we need to do it and again? then i was like uh yeah you're great and and then I, the first time it was really awkward because I kind of like looked around like me are you talking to me and then I was like uh, yeah yeah like and they waited for like ten seconds like like are we good can we can we move do we need to stay and I was like oh oh yeah yeah you look great yeah we I got it yeah <laughs> and I took so many that's like the only amount of well I mean that was the biggest photo shoot for sure we we came by and cruised the uh, the Dead by Daylight one and there was like three. Of the same it character. definitely was. I I'm trying to think of the other. The Overwatch shit. one wasn't too big. I bet either. maybe the Chainsaw Man would have been pretty pretty big. I've we were a, talking uh, to Kyle. There's a TikTok about the Chainsaw Man one that's been kind of blowing up. Really? And it's three Chainsaw Men on the ground and three Makimas sitting on their backs, and uh, it's it's something else. I'll, it should have been me. <laughs> Yeah, there were some great that that Makima, one that uh, one dude. There were some awesome Makimos this year. That yeah. one that one Chainsaw Man guy we got, and then like the fucking three four Makimos. And then I who said, I up. said, I've definitely had a dream about this. <laughs> yeah, without but me being Denji as Matt, <laughs> not as Matt. No, like as the oh. dream was me instead of Denji oh, okay, okay. with multiple Makimos. Definitely have some fantasies about that. 
yeah, so that was the photo shoot experience. There was one good one, and then the other ones were kind of mid. Yeah. So we didn't go to them. Yeah, definitely. It it did surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it must have been. I'm trying to think of any of the other photo shoots that were happening. But That was a My Hero one, but there weren't many My Hero cosplayers this year. I know. Now that I had seen, I was able to recognize uh, yeah. the cosplays uh, walking around, the cosplayers. So, now that Matt knows what anime is, he exactly. can tell. I'm, I'm, yeah, I had that information. We so, did see a lot of, like, your forger, and then I saw a There was of, so many spy families, which was really pleasant. I saw a lot of the full family, like a your, a, an Anya, and a, a Lloyd. My favorite was the Anya that I didn't know was a dude, and I was like, <laughs> we both... We both said, Anya! Anya! And then Anya turns around and has a full beard <laughs> and gives us a peace side and a big old cheesy grin. That was good. Yeah. That was during the opening ceremony. So then, you know, we're drinking and we go to embassy because from like 530 to 730, they had free drinks for people staying uh, at the hotel. And pretty much what you do is you get in line, get a drink, and then you go to the back of line and drink your drink and yep. then rinse and repeat. Yep. It's a, it's a nice, efficient way to get drunk on a dime. Yeah. But, so uh, while that was happening, we ordered some Panda Express. And, uh, well, I'll take over on this. So we were all, you know, I, I was thinking, like, there are some places close by, but I was just too intoxicated to, to drive. So was everyone yeah. else. And it would have just been a chore. So we Grubhub it, and uh, we get Panda. And so we, we place the order, and it's sent. And the person's getting closer and closer, and I'm like, dope. Or, like, finally it's come after, like, 45 minutes. And, uh... And then I'm like, oh, shit, she's pulling up to the the Sheraton, not the embassy. And so I start like I immediately run because I go to the lobby. and She's like, I'm I'm here. And I was like, uh, I'll be right. I'll be right there. <laughs> and I go and get I'm like the uh, pandas at the Sheraton. Uh, I'm taking the bus over and BJ's like, OK, we're coming over. And uh, yeah, it was just a whole thing. So me and Matt jumped on the bus. Ran to the other hotel. Matt grabs this big drink carrier that has three cups, and it's now, very, very soggy. Now, here's the other thing. Panda Express large drinks are huge. Pumpkin. They're practically like Route 44s. And the cups are absolute trash. Yes. It's like wrapping a two liter of Coke in a so piece I have of printer paper. Three, we got the bigger plates, which was like, yeah, it was... Which is- um, your big old meat, like three three courses and two entrees, and yeah. uh, it, we, were, we were some hungry boys for sure. We were hungry and also drunk. Yeah, yeah, we needed to. So I walk that. across the parking lot because BJ is like, I'm gonna go get my car, and so because I just got the parking pass for the embassy. Yeah. So as soon as we get off the bus, I like jog down this hill, and Matt runs inside to grab the food. So it was a, a perilous journey for Matt because it's all downhill and. Like, right after the main parking, it gets really, really steep. So, uh, <clears throat> Matt's coming down this hill. The drink carrier's breaking. At one point, <clears throat> like, one of the caps flew off and s- spilled a little bit. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And that was only halfway through the parking lot. Yeah, I, I got in my car finally. You know, whip it back around. I'm waiting in the line for the guy that clearly hates his life and has to tell people to turn around all day. And I see Matt like sitting on a guardrail, like trying to like juggle these cokes in his hand. And so we get there, drive over, and every and then we get to the embassy, and there's no parking, not a single parking space. So we go in and pretty much go like make a U around the backside, 
and there are so many of those awful speed bumps that we had to go over. Yeah, and each it, time, <laughs> I was like, Jesus! Fuck! It's like the TikToks of the the girls the, 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 in the, the water. Like, tank tops that are her- carrying like four things of water and they go over a speed bump and it just splashes all over their tits. That's exactly what happened to Matt. <laughs> exactly. It was awful. And, and so, I was, he kept being like, Jesus, take it easy on this one. And I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking trying. It's a speed. I can't. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I got so angry. I was like, stop. Slow. <laughs> I'm going like two miles an hour over the speed bump. It's still not enough. So there's no parking. So finally we see somebody get parked next to like the delivery, like kind of back a house where the dumpster is. It's like where they bring in the kegs and bring out the trash kind yes. of thing. So I whip it in there and I'm like, all right, I guess we're going to see if I get towed. <laughs> and luckily we did not. So let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, that's the end the, of that the story. Ne- the next day, we, we came back. It's like, oh, we have to go get something from the car. And we're all oh, going. We were going over to the no, next. You guys were about to go to the other hotel. And I was like, can you guys please come with me to check on my car just so I have, like, emotional support? And we, we, He said, if it, my car's gone, I'm going to cry. <laughs> we were going. And all of us were like. I partly did not want to go because I just didn't want to be there to, 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 to take part in the bad news. <laughs> but I, I also. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I bought that pin. I spent $25 all weekend because I had no fucking money. I had to make that drive to Georgia and then back here and then back to Georgia and then back here. So I was very stressed out about my car being towed and me having to pay to pick that up. So that's where that came from. But Makes luckily sense. it didn't happen. They they probably, if, if there was like a slight problem or inconvenience, they were like, we're not going to do that to them. There's- Especially since I had the pass. I feel like they would have to accept liability there. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's when there's no parking. And, yeah, because then the rest of the people had to park in the street. And the bus driver, the first day, threw it. He, because we're walking out to the bus, and I see the bus driver walking into the lobby. And he was like, he's talked to the guy in the front. He's like, come here, come here. I want you to see this. And the, and the, the, the guy in the lobby was like, I know what you're talking about. We have no control. He's like, come here. I want you to yeah, see they this. They don't control the public road next to the hotel. <laughs> and so he was super pissed that people were parking. It wasn't just that either. Cause he, when, when we drove that one time, when we got to the, the Sheraton, he also got out of the bus there too and walked into the Sheraton. Yeah, and so then it's another like, bus driver came over to try to calm him down, and he tried to fight with him. Yeah, it's so like this man was not having a good day. He's like, "Fuck that!" He didn't want to do these like. You know, I mean, to be fair, he did all these goddamn like, Genshin impacts on my bus. Yeah, he had to do like a six-point turn in that massive, and it wasn't just like a normal bus. It was one of those like, it's like, like a charter bus, a charter bus. So I mean, it probably wouldn't have been a problem if he was a better driver, but. <laughs> You know, that's on. I didn't hear any of the other bus drivers bitching about yeah, it. The, the other bus drivers that I talked to were really nice, and they were having a good time. And, and to be fair, everybody, not just us, everybody, every time they get picked up, like walk on and walk off, would say thank yeah, you. Yeah, no line for the bus ever, unless there just wasn't a bus there. Yeah, but was, everyone thanked him. Like no, ma- like no, no matter what, getting on and getting off, I said thank you. And yeah, everybody, everybody was else. super nice, which is good. Yeah, everyone um, was really really courteous to them yeah so that was nice uh we we go to what happened next well you know we just we got we, we hung we out did, in the we, hotel we did a lot of stuff uh like we we went to some more panels we we kind of just went well, we went to wherever we could go like there was the retro gaming thing and a bunch of other stuff we saw the k k-pop dance thing which was yeah. like shockingly pretty good playing. i at first i was like let's just get some cr- cringy motherfuckers and i just 
it was a pleasant experience. I was left was like, wow, that was fun. People uh, were fucking serving in that room, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, some people, these people who know like all the dances of all these K-pop songs, uh, it was very impressive. There was this one girl who was just killing it. She knew all of them. Yeah, literally all of there them. There were so many times where just her would come up. Yeah, and she never missed a beat. Uh-huh. She was just constantly slaying. Yeah, and um, I found her. I was looking when I looked at the hashtags. I found her uh, Instagram, so I'm gonna or TikTok, and so I'm gonna message her and probably send her some like, of the footage just be like, hey, you send cool. this episode so she can get the props that we have for her. that's yeah. right yeah you killed it whoever you were uh but uh the main thing that i think we all got hyped for was the interview with kyle yes no we got hyped for the the interviews with kyle and marin oh yes. well, and Mom- well that was the yeah. second day yes so the first day we closed out the night drinking late at night we probably we went left to see like- some of the uh the musical acts that they had and uh, the first song that we hear is about fucking dinosaurs. It was a sexy T-Rex. Well, we, we, when we first passed by it, it was they were talking about like masturbating, and the woman at the door was like... Cringing her ass off. Yeah, she, it was so bad. And then BJ said, like, so this, I guess this is what kids listen to these days. Or no, something. I said, uh, so this is art now, huh? And she was like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we... We, so we go by that. We're walking around to see what else we go. Then we go to the main room, and that's where they had uh, None Like Joshua, which is one of those like nerdcore, edgy... <gasps> oh, you have like, to see the footage for this. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Because it was back-to-back that we saw them both. And I, I, I think it's funny because I never saw that room that empty. Yeah, that and was There sad. was like 20 we, people around the stage. <laughs> yes. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was bad because, like... It was what I would describe as Minecraft YouTuber makes a music career. Yeah. No, because he was, tr- man, uh, I'll, man yeah, was I'll trying this. to hit a he note. He was trying his best, and he was he was doing it unashamedly. But sometimes enthusiasm just enhances cringe. Well, I'll, I'll say this, is that... He had he, more balls he, than me he, in, he in definitely, that aspect. He but definitely fair. needs... He, he, he's trying to make a music career, and he got landed a gig... At a convention, well, and he's saying his heart out. It's not even just that. The reason he's landing gigs at conventions is because he got caught saying some racist ass shit on Twitter. So now nobody wants to like fuck with him anymore. Oh, and so now now he's having to do the convention circuit because it's all he can fucking do. Couldn't be us. We say the racist stuff on the show. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong, but uh, I I went and listened to the dude's like song, like the one he performed, and I'm like. Yo, this sounds way better when you have a bunch of production behind it, but yeah, when man. You, when you really cake on that yeah. attitude, it sounds really good. <laughs> like, it, it was, I was like, okay, cool. But then, like, in in the actual performance, Spence trying to hit these notes that he cannot hit. And I'm like, damn. I mean, also, he, he was no Hobo Johnson, but he was still pretty good. Also, just like in general, of the like nerd. I hate Hobo Johnson. <laughs> Everybody hates Hobo Johnson. That's the fucking joke. <laughs> Of all the nerdcore like shit that I have listened to over the years, I think that was like none like Joshua was like the worst I've heard. Smosh already did it better than yeah. anybody ever could. Yes. So and then we ended the night drinking more, and uh, me, me and Matt. Uh, well, we hung out at the uh, the embassy for a while. The embassy on the couch. On the couch, and then BJ turned in for the night, and uh, we did get footage of the otaku ball. Like in between those two things, it but, was fine. Yeah, it's, I think I think I like dressing up. Maybe that'd be something I'd enjoy doing as yeah. an attendee. If, if I, I feel like to me, if if I like, I'm actually going. I've told both of you this, but I'm actually going to try to do some form of cosplay next year. 
probably not gonna be extravagant and like out of out of out of you know like this big thing. But I'm like, is, if it's something that kind of works. gave up on his cosplay. Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> I wake up Saturday morning, <coughs> pretty hungover. Haven't gotten a lot of sleep because Matt, not Matt. Devony and Paul snore. Devony and Paul snore like fucking walruses that need uh, CPAP machines. So, <laughs> me, me and my sister were just, you know, trying to sleep as much as we could. I wake up at like maybe eight, and then Matt texts me like, "Where are you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm rolling out of bed." It was not eight. It was so not eight. I text see. you, "Where are you?" When I'm there, because I was like, I'm going to let him sleep in. It was like 10. It was not 10. It was not 8. It was 9, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but still, by the time I'd gotten to bed the night before, it was like 2 a.m. So I was fucking exhausted. So Says the person who stays up. I mean, what time did you go to bed last night? Uh, like two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: he could sleep in. I woke up at ten thirty. <laughs> it's true. Because... He did send me a t- lap, react to a TikTok that I sent him, so I knew he was up. But anyway, I was in a bad state, and then Matt was like, "Hey, where are you?" And I was like, "I'm still in the room." And then he was That's like, not. No, he answered the phone, and I just heard ruffling of bed. Oh yeah, not even an answer. Call. I was speaking, I think. <laughs> I remember I was like, at least he's up, so I'm just going to start heading over that way. I think my face was in a pillow, so I had like the phone up to my ear, but it was also smushed into the pillow. I just heard... That's, I think that's probably what happened there. But anyway, I was not feeling good, so I didn't put on my cosplay. That's the long story short. Which was... Saijima. Yes. And it, it looks pretty good when it's on, but you fuckers will never see it. <laughs> Maybe on the only. We fans. saw like how many Yakuza cosplays? We saw quite a few. I we, was we saw we saw we saw three confirmed ones, which was Ichiban, which we saw first, which was great. Uh, he even had the bat with the with the um the, the barbed, barbed wire. wire barbed wire. We saw we I, we we kept seeing a Kiryu, and I want to say it was the same one, just yeah, periodically the throughout one. the thing. And then we saw Gromi. Um, sadly, no 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 Majimas, but we we got a Gromi, which is a close second. Yeah, I mean, but, which is Majima? No. Yes. If, if if you're okay with being gay, then yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we you saw a couple of Yakuza's. I think the the second day, because that was when the cosplay contest was that night. That's when we started seeing more. Like, I mean, Saturday is always the biggest day for an yeah. convention. But that's it when we definitely saw, was more packed that day for sure. We saw a lot more cosplays that day. That's where we started getting more. Wasn't it Saturday as we saw the Berserk Sword just? Yeah, the giant yeah. fucking. We saw a lot of ass and titties just yep. out. Yep. Well, w- one girl in particular. Yeah, she she was wearing a dress that came maybe one third down her ass, and then at one point she just stopped trying to pull it down. Yeah. Um. There was a. And that guy she was with, I was like, he, he he's like a two. Yeah, but that's how it goes, with anime cons. Yeah. And uh, there was this one lady that was dressed as Deadpool. We got a picture of her. Full costume, full head mask, titties out. Nothing else on the body was visible except for the titties. Yeah. So always appreciate that. Big ups to the titties. Big ups. Big ups to the titties. No, but it was it was cool. We uh I I bought stuff this weekend. You bought like two swords, a bunch of I anime bought figures. One sword. 
I saw you carrying a separate sword at some point. No, I had the one. It was the Did one you each take it out sword. of the box? No. I only had one sword. Okay. He did I, get yeah, I bought one, one sword, sword and like four I bought, figures. I bought no, I bought three. Two two bleach ones for specifically from Thousand Year Blood War, and then a Chainsaw Man one. BJ and I cannot confirm or deny if Luke's. No, I'm just kidding. Tell no, go ahead. No, come no. on. No, uh, and then I bought a bunch. I bought a bunch of keychains, some of which I have. Oh, on, that's on right. My... That's what I was thinking. That the most other of thing the stuff that I came back from the con with was just stuff that Taylor gives me because she's like a little crow. <laughs> so she she finds shiny things and brings them to me occasionally. Yeah, yeah. She gave me those fucking heartless charms. It was fucking sick. Yeah, she gave me those tentacle earrings too, which I love. I love tentacle earrings. But, but the uh, second day was was really important because we had the the private interviews. Yeah. So we we went outside, sat down, thought up some questions for it, and they were great questions. Yeah, they were amazing. I'm glad we could roundtable that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get up to the media suite. And the the guy. From oh well, the... during right after that too. Right after we get our questions, we we play a D and D session. Yeah, that's when we played oh, yeah. Lee. Which and I kept awesome. on checking my 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 watch. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like two o five. And I said we had to be there by two. I you know in my head I just was wanting to you know over prepare because that was like the biggest thing for us was this private interview. And you know to be fair, it it, it was great. Yeah, it was really I, great. I can't wait for people to see that. Um, yeah. So we play a, a, the arena battle. We even let the dice choose what what battle we were gonna do, and it turned out to be a, a three, three v yeah, three for all, uh, three free for all um, little thing. And BJ was a uh, barbarian. I was a wizard, and I was a ranger. And uh, the dice luck was not on my side that day. I thought it was really funny because uh, Luke threw up on his first turn. Yep. He cast Ray of Milk at Matt because he's lactose intolerant, and mm-hmm. he got, he rolled a nat one, so he threw up <laughs> all, all over himself. himself. We and were then all slipping in milk the rest no, of the battle. The one that got me was when when you cleaved me just in half. He goes and milk spurted out everywhere. <laughs> milk and blood is just all over the place. <laughs> no, Lee was he did a great job, and I was like, I'm gonna. I, I'm, I kept trying to appeal to him, but he was rolling, and he, he no, but he liked it. it. I was like, I'm gonna do some because for my free action, I'm just gonna add some fun conversation, especially since it's being recorded, and I don't know how many people are like cheesing it up. So I tried to appeal to the to the arena master uh, and, and uh, convince him that I was his son, the son of a whore that he slept with. And then he was like, which one? Oh, that was so good. And it, then uh, near the end, Matt mentions the name of his mother. And my character stops and goes, wait, Jessica, <laughs> brother. <laughs> so I stopped attacking with my axe and just tried to grapple him. And then we just got squished by the walls after we murdered Luke. It was awesome. I loved that. I loved I, 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 I love, too, at the end where he goes, also, uh, because the walls kept closing in, you're now just standing in a bunch of just milky viscera again, from the wizard it body. It was so much fun. It, <laughs> so made, it really reinforced how much we need to play, especially when it made me so happy because I was like, I didn't know if anybody was going to respond to, like, my role-playing. Because, again, we were, you know... Role-playing is why I play d Exactly. I don't, so I don't when, fuck with the combat. When BJ, when BJ respond to it, at first I was like, is he joking or is he actually role-playing with me? And I was so happy. It made me like that he was responding to it. It just, I don't know, it just warmed my heart so much that BJ was. And I was like, in this 10, 15-minute session that we had, we already created a story with, like, characters oh it just was so much fun yeah again we have to be playing D. again i was like man lee i kept on trying to get lee's number i was like please and Lee was like no no 
I bet I bet he did that because everyone that he ran well, into. That, that's was what like, he said the first we need day. A DM. The first day, I was like, hey, like, um, if you want me to send it, like the pictures to you or anything, um, like, like, do you have an Instagram or something? Because I, that's like easier to hand out your Instagram than your phone number. So I was like, yeah. what's Much your Instagram? More casual. Yeah. And so I was like, do you have an Instagram so I can send you the, like the footage we got, you know, in case you want it. And he's like, oh, like this, I've never done anything like this before. So like my page, he's kind of saying my page isn't like about this, like kind of thing, like not something that he would repost. Like he's like closet DMing. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And so, um, he's like, everyone's been asking me and I was like, I can't just do it. And I was like, I get it, man. Like no problem. I just was being courteous to offer you. And then the second day when we clicked, I was like. I really want to be friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really hope that we can meet him again next year because I would like to just genuinely hang out with the guy. He was really nice. Yeah. And great imagination, obviously. For sure. So that was fun. And then we get to the, the interview with Kyle with our, our questions. So we, we get there, and they have um, a dedicated mic set up. Um, even though, um, yeah, I, now that we kind of know how it goes, I'm going to – I'll bring our rig. Yeah. No. Um. Definitely, and then we can just pack another bag with just equipment next year, and it'll be super easy. Yeah. Um, so we get there, we meet this guy named Basil, and then John, who is the um, what I think his title was like get like media or get he was in charge of the like media supervisor. Or yeah. Something. So he yeah. like led a lot of the panels um, with one on one with the uh, the guests and. Um, so he was there, and apparently he is, does the podcast with John. Um, so, but when I looked, he wasn't official press; he was just on staff. Basil. Oh well, see then. Yes, we were the only yeah, actual press. His his badge said staff, so he. I guess, yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah, um, but they were cool. So they have the awesome cast. That's O OSM cast. OSM cast. Um, yeah, we. Uh, they also have a Final Fantasy fourteen like sub thing too, if that's more your style. It's, I, a, it's all on the same page though. Yeah, yeah. You listen to it and you figure out what you like. Awesomecast.com is where you can find them. Cool. Who has a website anymore? I mean, they well to be fair, they've had their podcast since like what two thousand five. Yeah, they said so. The dot it, com crash. Yeah, <laughs> he gave us a card and he's like, "Do you? We, I guess he's like, we should probably exchange cards." And I was like, "We don't. We don't have a card. Like, I have a QR code." That I made like during the day, just in case. Um, but and then we I ended like, up just giving him a sticker. But he actually really liked the sticker. He kept on while he was doing stuff, while we were all just waiting and talking. He kept on looking at it. Was like, did the thing to make to make it shiny. Like yeah. when you look at one of those holographic. The shiny stickers were the the best move we yes. made there. A hundred percent. He really liked the stickers, and he was like, "These are pretty great." He and afterwards, it. me and Luke really hit it off with him, just talking about Final Fantasy and shit. Yeah. It, we pretty much had a, a podcast without recording because uh-huh. it was like we were. But we'll get to why, yeah. but in, um, in just a moment after yeah. we finish with the Kyle stuff. So basically, the way the interview worked was we pretty much just popcorned it, where they we both recorded. Well, John asked like two questions, and then he basically just handed. And they it were off. sports related. Yeah, which that's not why we're here. <laughs> this isn't fucking hockey con. Well, to be fair, he he did enjoy that question because he's a hockey that, fan. So. That is true. Which that, I think I, that's part of it was it was like, hey, you know. Get him warmed up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for the rest of it, Luke would ask a question and then look at John like John was going to ask another question. And then John would just be like. Well, that, and I think that that's why I liked it because I was like, again, 
I was like, all right, cool. So, because other than the volume, again, our audio sounds great. Yeah. You did a great job. I just wanted to say that. Appreciate it. You did a really good job. So, yeah. I, um, but uh, for, also, I was like, because my, my, my thinking was about like why I wanted to like really get good questions is people like say that the guy who, who does hot ones, um, Sean Evans, that yep. he's one of the best interviewers because he asks like really good questions. Um, and I was like, let's, let's have like, let's ask good questions. And somebody goes, wow, that's a great question. He did, and that. One of he the, did that bitch. I, I, have to, I have to say one of the ones that I wrote specifically myself he was like that is really good wording and i was like yes let's fucking <laughs> well go. i just was proud of us it was a really good moment we were really professional we asked great questions to get i i mean because one of i think the best thing about um with like interviews and even talking about like passion and stuff is when you get into the niche um yeah and that's when i like i liked listening to you before I was on the podcast is hearing you guys talk about niche things that even I didn't know anything about, but when there's like passion and really specific stuff, it's, it's good. So we ask really good questions. Um, the best part was hearing him talk about his love for Gundam and mm. well, that it was like his first big role. Yeah. Um, and how much that played into his love for but it. But the, the way that he talked about it, like, the one on my bucket list was my first big role and that sort of thing. I could feel you vibrating on the couch behind me. <laughs> also, I love that uh, when we talk, I was like, when we went to the question of like, what's like the one thing that you want to act in? Like, what dream role? And he's like, and when he mentioned visions, I didn't know this. He was uh, an imperial officer well, and a well, couple other stuff. But no, that he apparently worked on some of the scripts and stuff too. Yeah. It wasn't just and and like pro, like I think he said like a product like doing production like, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking cool. And mm -hmm. I'm like. That I see. I wish we had a little more time because I actually wanted to get more into that somewhat. We didn't have questions like lined but yeah, up for it. But so yeah, like, it makes sense that he wants to be in, in canon. That I mean, for me, like yeah. to be in canon, even if it's a small part, being in canon Star Wars. If Lizzo can do it, he can do it. <laughs> I've seen, uh, uh, I've had appreciation for the backlash I've seen on TikTok. About I've not that. seen the episode yet, and I'm not very excited. Neither am I. Like. What's sad too, but I was a little excited that Jack Black. I'm, I'm hyped to see Jack Black in it. Uh -huh. and I was hyped to see the guy that played Jar Jar come back as the most badass Jedi that's ever lived, apparently. Yeah. So. Still haven't seen it. The no. guy that gets Grogu out of the Jedi I knew temple. that, because yeah. that, that got spoiled just because I couldn't, like, open yeah, up Yeah, that got spoiled media. for me too. I couldn't open up social media without everybody going, oh my fucking Rihanna! And they, they don't show his death, so it's implied that he, like, survived Order 66. Yeah. But, so, uh, I, I'm... I'll watch it at some point, but we'll see. But no, the interview was fucking great. I I loved, like, hearing him also talk about Nier, which this one was more, more closer to me and BJ's. Which uh, I, I didn't know until we got into the, uh, the opening ceremony that he was 9S... And that really got me fucking going. And not just 9S in like one or two. Yeah, but not the main. just like the, the anime that's like not canon with games. He's 9S in the game. We were talking about this dub. before because I thought that Yuri Lowenthal had done 9S. Like that's, I was just full on like, oh yeah, it was Yuri. And then no, it's he was 9S in the game and the anime now. So what did Yuri, why did you think Yuri the, was? The, the way he plays 9S sounds very similar to like okay. Yuri's like when he goes into At the At least in the pitch. first two-thirds i'll have to i'll have eerie. to listen or yeah. like just listen to some gameplay to to be able yeah. to hear him it, it's but yeah well like, we'll listen to him tonight as mikazuki 
Yeah, and I've it's it was also very cathartic for me because I've been deep diving on near lore recently because I want to fill in the holes that I don't know about. I actually, I'll fill your holes. Yeah, I know you will. That you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> the one behind my ankle is really sensitive. <laughs> no, you don't know about these holes that I'm oh. about to fill. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what mind effects that has on me. But yeah. <laughs> But uh, been really deep diving into near lore. I watched like a six-hour video of the full timeline of how everything goes and how everything connects. And uh, I've since I've dived back heavily into the uh, the mobile game since its second anniversary. You played a bunch since we like yesterday and yeah, I've I've had to catch up because I was gone all weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, I found some pieces of lore that aren't even in that video. <laughs> so I'm the near god now. That's right. And uh, hearing him talk about 9S and how he connected to it and how, you know, it, like, sometimes severely bothered him the things that 9S was going through, I fucking loved that because that's the exact effect that it has on someone playing it. Yeah, it was a great ending. It was only, like, 27 minutes, but, you know, we, we were like, man, if we get the whole hour, that'd be great. But he was like, he's only giving us 30 minutes and... We killed it. We, yeah, I mean, he he gave us the full time, and he gave us good answers, and he was happy to be there. I and to be fair, I'm more. also really – I don't know how much John – like, it was I, – I will shout out John for really letting us take pretty much charge of that interview. Yeah, for um, real. He could have just been like, I'm I'm the head of the you know, media. I'm going to take over this. You guys can sit in and listen. Yes, it could have been that, and he didn't. So, John, thank you so much. John uh, and Basil were very, like, nice and very helpful for us. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was just hard at first because being our first – I mean, we just didn't know where to go, what to do. Well, our first, like, con is press, and then our first, like – our first actual on on filming. screen inter like yeah so it was a lot of here. hard stuff for us that we probably you know put onto him but if you hear this John thank you so much uh, yeah we really appreciate that um, I know I mean he probably was like these are great questions so it doesn't matter who asks them um, you yeah. know but but still so thank you for for letting us essentially have most of that interview um, be able to ask him those questions so um, but yeah, yeah um, after that we were supposed to have an interview with. Marin Miller? Yes. Yeah. And they did not show up at all. Uh, so we waited around for another half hour, and that's when me and Luke had our really nice conversation with It wasn't Basil. a half hour. It was almost an hour. It was almost like, an hour. Like, like that's I mean, why I, I said... I guess it just felt longer because... Or faster for me because me and Basil were... Yeah, well, because like we were ours clicking. ended only a half... An, it was only a half an hour, and they were and they were supposed to come... Right. A half an hour after, after that... But we left an hour after the inter- interview happened. Right. We, we gave it 30 minutes. Yeah. And so there was 30 minutes after Kyle. Then we gave it 30, and then we're like, all right, we're going to do it. Yeah. So we yeah we hung out with them for an hour, and they were just chatting it up, and it felt super organic. Um, it, here, like, being essentially, like, on the outside of that conversation, it was also made me proud of you guys of, of like, wow, like, we are, like, connecting. Uh, well, no, no, like, wow, we, like, are are good in the space that we're involved in. Yeah. Like, we can just talk to somebody, and people, like, like I think, you know, we were likable. Anyways, it just made me proud that, like, we could just be in that space, and people, we immediately could have long conversations with people about a topic, and that felt really cool. I know, I know. That we... people would be like, wow, afterwards, I'm sure John and Basil were like, these guys were pretty cool. 
or I like them at least. I know, uh, I know we talked like, oh, we could have just recorded this, and like, I kind of glad we didn't because there wasn't the need of like, oh, we're mics on or whatever, we're recording. It was just like, let's just fucking shoot the shit. Yeah, exactly. And I like that. And the fact that you guys were just able to, I just, anyways, so I had some pride in that. Yeah, that was that was a really good time. Um, but then we went back to the embassy and we were walking around, you know, I saw Ben for the first time then Ben usually runs the uh, music gaming room, uh, got some footage of him singing his heart out and some <laughs> guitar some or rock band, rock band. That's the one. And then, uh, we walked back over to gaming and Grant was like, so how was, how was the interview? And, uh, Luke said, Marin never showed up. And then uh, this, Grant's okay. face just went sour. No, Grant Grant's face turned that 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 typical Grant thing where he's like, "Yeah, internal yep. cringe." Yeah, and then so he I'm like, pulls out his phone nonchalantly and sends a little message, and then goes back to talking to Luke for a minute. And I was like, "Oh, I wonder what that was." I I keep talking to Grant, and then and then he 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 picks up his phone again, mid conversation, and he just goes. I'm like, "What?" He just shows it to me, and I read it, and Grant sends it to. Whoever was Marin's uh, handler, like the one who's like, all right, with him the whole time, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Grant goes, "Hey, uh, so Marin uh, missed an interview," and just w- one word, the handler just fuck. <laughs> and Grant's like, and and Grant was actually really cool about. It. He goes, "Did you guys want to? Because I can, I can he, probably he, figure it out." Like, he and, texted me after you guys had left. He was like, "Hey, I can get Marin now if you guys are still available." And I was like, "The guys already left with the camera, or else I would." But I really appreciate you doing that for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Grant. I mean, yeah, I really big shout out. Like, if we had known that, I probably would have stuck around for that um yeah i mean I just it wasn't didn't... a guarantee by any means if grant had known that you guys left he yeah. probably wouldn't have done it but but still it, thank you grant it's yeah. yeah grant's awesome shout out to grant um i don't know if he still does a podcast but i'll i'll ask him about that him and ben used to do stuff but uh yeah had a good time with those guys. I'm, I was really glad to see everyone. A lot of the people there was like people I haven't seen since maybe last MTAC or even before that. So that was always uh, a good experience. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of winded down. We were so tired. Yeah. As soon as we sat down on the couch, I think we all just like... The, had a moment to breathe. Yeah. I mean, what was great is it already it felt full. Like, mm-hmm. like not just like what we needed content-wise. Like, it felt full of our experience there. Yeah. I mean, and we were putting in some fucking legwork. Yeah. But it didn't feel too much. Like I, at least for me, I, I hope I didn't feel like it was too much on the work side. No, I mean, we, we definitely had a really good time with it. At least yeah. I did. And then, you know, it was just like, okay, on the way to different things, we would just joke around and, you know, do our dumbass bullshit that we always do. And normal, just enjoying the con. So yeah, we yeah got it felt like a really, cool a really good. I, I'd say even like seventy thirty percent of like enjoyment to actual work. Yeah. Um, it was just like the, essentially, I just got really intense about the Kyle thing that I was like, you have to be here too. Let's sit down. Like I kind of just got into like my work. I mean, I think we were all on the same page about that. That yeah. was the one that we needed to get. So I'm, I'm glad that everything came together for that. Mm-hmm. So. And then wound down. Then then Luke and I left. I had to go to a soccer game on Saturday, and then um, BJ kind of was. Everyone was waiting for the uh, the burlesque show. Well, the burlesque show was the first night. That was yeah. That was the, the first second night. night when we left was the, the rave, oh the burlesque the night. Yeah, which you didn't go to. I didn't go to that because um, dev, everyone started lining up at like 
10 and yeah, it was and at it 12. wasn't until midnight and i was like fuck this and also we were i was like man well we could have probably got in with press passes but that's weird well, to, to that, show a press pass to say like and we, we could, please and we can't come in with cameras yeah, yeah they're like we can't see like they wouldn't let us go in the camera so it was like pointless I yeah guess. then yeah don't be that guy that's like trying to just get in and skip the line with however press. on the night on saturday when you guys left let me go into the bj files <laughs> um i drank the rest of that tequila that i had and then uh devony paul which was a whole handle it was yeah it was a one of those big bottles of 1800 well not not the whole handle you drank but that's what you yeah. bought yeah that, i brought a new handle and i finished the handle in two days <laughs> and uh devony paul and cat brought back some new friends they met in the drink line we all drank together and they were like, all right, we're going to go to the rave. And I was like, all right, I'll catch up because I don't need to wait in line. And uh, <laughs> sat around, finished, you know, the last glass that I had or whatever. Hopped on the bus, get over there. The line is like wrapped around that back hallway, so I don't know where it goes. But I can see that security is already patting people down to let them in and it's already started. So I walk up behind the security lady. I'm like tripping over my own feet because I'm drunk as a skunk. And uh, I just like tapped her shoulder and I give her one of these moves where I just pick the badge up off my chest and extend it out where the lanyard is fully pulling against my neck. And she was like, no, no, full pull. So he's uh, like, all the way out that he can't go. And uh, she goes, oh, you're just go on right in. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, It felt good anytime we were able to do that. Yeah, it it gave me real big dick syndrome. Also, here's another thing on Saturday that happened. It was the intro to gun to Gunpla. That was so. <laughs> I'll show you the video because you didn't go inside. No, we didn't. It was it. trash. She, the the whoever was running it was like messing up on like. Even though to me it's a small the thing, right. they couldn't. They they messed up. They were like talking talking about, you know, the different sizes of stuff, and they're talking about one forty four, one hundred, one sixtieth, and they're describing it, and and she goes like. Uh yeah, so the it's master grade, uh, and high grade and entry grade that are all one forty fourth, and I'm just and I literally say to myself, uh, no, it's real grade. Um, actually, uh, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you, how, that's like the simplest thing, and you also don't describe that like real grades are like the nicer one, like you don't even cover that. You like they also talked about how fucking hard it was to build a Gundam. <laughs> yes, she was like me and a friend. We got a perfect grade, and it took us 12 hours, and we didn't even finish the inner skeleton. You know what I bet Two happened? people. What and she's the like, fuck? She's like, two of us. We didn't even finish the inner skeleton. I was like, in in 12 hours, I me and me, uh, Well, it's a perfect grade, so to be fair, yeah. it's a bigger one that's more complex. But, but if still, two people are working on that for 12 hours. For the hours, inner skeleton, that would take us between two people maybe 45 minutes. It's the inner fucking skeleton. That shouldn't take, like... It's the armor where it gets complicated. Yeah. Like, the skeleton's the easiest bit of any yeah. gun to my belt. Yeah. So... I guarantee you... Because you don't have to sand anything. You just clip it, and it doesn't have to look nice. I guarantee you what these people are doing are they're clipping all the pieces and putting them in a bin, and then just searching for whatever looks right. Ah, man. That That's so... Awful. Oh, I hate that. I hate That's th- the only explanation. So I then I just with. walked out and I was so like, just treat it like a fucking puzzle piece. Also, the guy leading the the thing, because uh, I had gotten so used to being like, we're pressed and they're like, come right in. He didn't I was like, know what even panel it was at that point. Yeah, I was like, is this a Gundam? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, we're pressed. Can we come in? He's like, let me check. And I was like, okay. And then he never really gave us like a definitive answer. Matt was just like, I'm going to go in and film. And the guy was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
I set up and it was just. And the dude, you, you just you went in and the and the guy like a, a other guy who was waiting in line for the gumpla stuff was like starting to walk in and the guy had to be like, oh no, he's pressed, he can go in. And the guy's like, because he well because we showed we showed up right at one and it was like already getting started. Yeah, the door was closed. The door was closed and it said at capacity. I mean, to be fair, it was a small room, but to people who show up to something at one... They should have at least been told, hey, it's already full. You can get out of line. Yes. But that did not happen. It, it, like, it, I mean, it seemed like it had started like 15 like fifteen to 20 minutes earlier. So, anyways, so that one sucked. I could have led that and killed it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we should check and see if you can next year. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Oh, man, SideQuest podcast does intro to Gunpla. Hell yeah, I'll bring a bunch of them too. Nice. We'll show them off. So that would be pretty dope. It would be. Um, yeah, we uh, we got some good shit. Met some good. people. The rave was fun. The rave was really fun. I walked in, and obviously there's like blinding lights, and I'm very drunk, so I can't see a goddamn thing. Um, so I'm just stumbling around. And in you the would back. probably had to wait a while for the rest of like Tevini and Paul. Uh, no, they or, they had already gotten in. Oh, you just I, went later because they you didn't they went wait. super early, and I went like right after it started. Oh, okay. So um, I'm walking around, stumbling around. You know, trying to get my bearings and everything. I feel a huge tackle come from my right side, and I realize that Devony's hugging me and like, you know, trying to lead me to where everybody is. So she grabs my hand and pulls me through the crowd. And there's this guy that's holding his phone up, and I think he's recording. But he taps me on the shoulder and he goes, "Hey man, you want to watch the Mario movie?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then he was like, "I got it pirated on Discord." And I was like, can you send that to me? <laughs> so uh, we have that to watch <laughs> at some point. And then I also to. got a text while I'm trying to navigate through. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm at the soccer game trying to navigate through like the huge stadium with all these people. And I'm there by myself. And then I get a, a, a message on Instagram from the side quest. And he's like, uh, I was told to like say what's up. And I was like, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, I made homies with a guy on the bus. He was like, let me check out your podcast. So I gave him the Insta handle. So uh, that happened. Uh, the night before, uh, after you guys left, I went down to the game room because everybody wasn't in the room. And I was like, I just want to hang out, see what's going on. The game room was pretty empty at that point. So I was like, hey, Grant, anybody sitting in that seat? And he was like, no, you can sit down and pretend to be staff for a while. And I was like, sweet. So I sit down with Grant and his fiance. And uh, got some tea on some of the con staff and their terrible relationships. Really? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Did he tell you about Dylan? Uh, maybe. I think so Dylan, Dylan was, was the that, one that. Okay, Dylan was the one who currently works at GameStop who got like whatever. He 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 got like uh, the. He talked to Grant. I was like, "Can I get a Can I get a job there? Or be volunteer, or whatever. I just want to be at the con." And uh, I went to GameStop like yesterday just to like chill on my break. And I was talking to the guy who works there, Joey, not our Joey, a different Joey. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, um, Dylan, uh, Dylan was, you know, called in sick on Saturday. And I go, oh, Dylan was at MTAC. And he goes, oh, I know. Grant sent me pictures. Oh. And I was like, ooh, boy. Yeah, because apparently Dylan was like, yeah, I got really sick at MTAC on Friday. So I'm not, I'm probably not going to make it Saturday. And Joey was like, I'm not, I don't want probably either you're coming in or you're not. So he was like, oh, I don't think I will be able to. He's like, okay, fine, whatever. And yeah, he just went to MTAC the next day, just chilled in the back, played games, and I guess stared at girls all day. And uh, yeah, and now he's probably going to get fired. Hell yeah. Or they won't because... Because it's GameStop. Yeah. 
they're not paying him anything anyway. Well, that's why they probably would fire him. Although, to be fair, they're both uh, the current, the two managers are trying to get me to at least replace him one day a week. And for the discount, I'm you thinking don't have about time it. for that. Nah, for the discount but, though, I'm thinking about it. Oh no, just for the Which discount. Which one? The Spring Hill one? No, it's the cool one springs. that. Uh, oh, okay. it'd, one, it'd be the one that I worked at before. Yeah, yeah. I would just it would and it would be like. Did I ever see you? I feel like when maybe. you were working out there, I was like, "Oh, Luke works at GameStop." And maybe I, I think I tried to go in and then you weren't there, and I was like, "Oh, do, is Luke here?" If, today? if, if I saw me at Bed Bath and Beyond that time, you had to take a shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if, if that I, was so uncomfortable because I didn't even tell. Did I message you? And, no, you just walked in, and I was on the check lane, and I looked over, and you were just standing there unaware of what to do and you just went hey bj so i was like okay, <laughs> which I'm was more uncomfortable that or running into each other at movie theater movie theater for sure i was scared <laughs> did we talk about that me and luke did a little bit yeah. Uh, yeah i told him how trevor ran out of the bathroom ready to fight the guy behind I, me was super uncomfortable because i was like we were staring at each other and i was like are we gonna fight or are we gonna kiss and then, and then the guy behind him was like, uh, I, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And then, then his dad comes by, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, and Trevor was like, somebody said the word fight. I need to leave the bathroom stall now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so anything else you want to... Sunday, you didn't do anything? I woke up, you know, rolled over, took my time getting dressed, and then got the fuck out of there. There you go. I went from the hotel to... Uh, to Georgia and then back. Yeah, Same. and then he had Easter dinner with us. Yep. Nice. I had Easter din- uh, lunch and, with my family. And then he went to bed at like it was eight. like eight p.m. <laughs> Didn't wake up the next day until like. Well, actually, I got up pretty early. It was like nine. There you go. But still, he slept a while. He was yeah. tired. We knew fair. Yeah, we were we were all super tired. I think that that weekend. Yesterday, I like it was so nice having just a breath of even though I. I it was really sad and hard to say goodbye to my family who were in town for Easter. Um, but it was just the first time I could like breathe and just like relax of feeling decompress for a bit. Yes. And so I played a bunch of battlefield, watched my hero had this amazing ramen from Costco. It came with the broth, like fresh noodles and pork. Oh my gosh. It was, it was a spiritual experience for sure. You can get that stuff pre-prepared at Ichido. Dude, when I saw that uh, that uh, Grant and everybody got otaku, I was like, oh, I wish we got otaku as well. Yeah. But, man, yeah. it was a great con. And, uh, yeah, the next next thing in our docket is another big thing. A milestone. 100 episodes. It's That's huge. I've, whenever I've talked to people um, about the podcast and that we're doing 100th everyone it, it's like so surprising because it's not one of those things like podcasts usually start and end after especially during covid when everyone was like let's make a podcast in quarantine well and even then like not many podcasts like last like just in general even before covid even it's now, always it's like three guys that sit around and drink and they're like dude we're so funny we should start a podcast and then they realize they have nothing to talk about but that's not us baby uh-uh uh, but we are so funny we are really funny and handsome and big dicks and fast cars. <laughs> that are loud, but not too loud. Yeah. You don't want to be too loud. Then yeah. That means you have a small dick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Loud enough. Just, for... just enough decibels to prove that we have a big penis. Uh-huh. 
That's us. <laughs> so, no, it's it's awesome. We got to do a little bit, you know, some serious planning about it. But, you know, in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, man, do we have to, like, prepare what we're going to talk about? But we're just going to shoot the shit and have a good time. So yeah. We always do. Um, we got to make sure. I mean, we, 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 we've got a couple of, like, loose ideas, but we can really sort those. Well, we wherever. have, we have, to anyone listening, I know, you know, thank you for sitting through a hour of us rambling, but... If you're listening, we have some some big surprises. Um, one really big surprise that we can't. I'm glad we haven't talked about um, uh, a big surprise coming up for the podcast, uh, which is epic. Um, that epic been, is the correct word that we've been we've been working on for about a month. Well, maybe not us working about working on it, but we've been in the works putting putting the pieces together for in the works month. for about a month and um it's amazing so we're uh really excited about that and uh look out for the sonichu tattoo wheel that's right oh my gosh i, I feel like it, it's destined to, for me to get that <laughs> it was just the worst part um i think we should have re-rolls but re-rolls on a dire consequence what would that be like? I, I don't know. I'll have to think on it. Getting like the bitch paddles. The bitch paddle is non-existent now. Okay, the, the property bi- of BJ. Paddle. If you can reforge the fucking bitch paddle into the Anduril paddle, then we'll do it. But I don't think that's happening. <laughs> reforged in the fires of Byelron. But yeah, there's there's gonna be some good shit. So check it out. Yeah. Keep your eyes out. I, I, I'm fine cutting it, you know, right now. I'm, we're tired. We're going to watch some... This was the recap. Yeah, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Uh, we got some ribs tonight. And then the rest of the, the sides will be leftovers from uh, Thanksgiving. So, what? Easter. Thank That's you. The Bro, time you've done I, that. I've done that too. I, everybody, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go have Thanksgiving dinner with my family. And, uh, and my coworker's like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I've done it too. It, it, I don't know why. Yeah, Easter. Easter's. So, uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, and as always, take it sleazy. Let's go.